Welcome to Sermon q and I'm Pastor Jarvis with Pastor Michael. We did a message this past Sunday, November 7th, 2021, on heaven and hell, continuing our series on the study of both places, particularly talking about hell, a very interesting message uh, that both of us did this past Sunday. And... Some of these questions come out of those studies. So this one in particular is going to be tossed to you, Michael. The question is, is it possible annihilationism could be true? My first question about that is, what in the world is annihilationism? Well, I know you know what it is, but I, I would imagine that many people clicking on this are saying, huh? Yes. So annihilationism is a doctrine that teaches that the soul can be destroyed completely in hell. So the idea, um, and it comes from Christian circles primarily is that, um, the idea of eternal conscious torment, which is the vocabulary around the Orthodox historic understanding of hell is too unjust. It makes God out to be so sadistic that Mm. nobody could actually take him seriously or Mm. worship him. Um, on this side of heaven, that level of judgment feels unjust. It feels like overcompensating, uh, feels unloving, uh, and and especially the older we get and the closer we get to death, um, you find that people uh, like annihilationism more as they get older, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and usually that's rooted in some level of compassion. Uh, you find uh, particularly if you are in um, a progressive circle of Christianity or you're beginning to lean progressive, if they have any biblical rootedness whatsoever, annihilationism would be taught. Uh, if they have any notion of a bad afterlife, annihilationism is like the default view. Um, this doctrine goes back. Not It was never the popular view of the church. I want to be clear. Just because you can find a, we call them church father, uh, who would affirm a doctrine does not mean that it is accepted, universal. You can find every bad idea from the beginning of Christendom. Mm-hmm. So you got to be really careful uh, with with this one. But it is rooted um, in in an idea. And you know, ideas are like math equations. If the idea is wrong, it might even feel right. But the deeper the equation goes, the more wrong it gets. Okay, and so here. Annihilationism not, is not new math. You can just keep doing it. Yeah, yeah, the right yeah, right, yeah. There we go. Um, but uh, annihilationism is rooted in an idea that the soul is mortal, not immortal. So this basic concept is also what leads people to soul sleep. So mm. the soul and the body in this philosophy are joined. They're one. So that when the body dies, the soul is dead. Also, the idea of separation of the body and the soul. Um, is not possible in this view. Um, it's called conditional immortality, meaning um, your immortality is conditioned upon you being alive. Um, so the reason soul sleep exists is because they have started with conditional mortality or this idea that the body and the soul are always connected and never disconnected. Mm. So then what happens is <clears throat> you die. And when you die, every part of you dies because they can't be separated. Then when you're resurrected, that's why you're, they call it soul sleep. You're unconscious. Mm -hmm. Um, You're actually dead um, spiritually and physically in that, in that time for soul sleep. Then when you're resurrected, it's not just your body, it's your body and your soul. Mm -hmm. All of it is resurrected because Mm -hmm. you are one holistic person and they can never be separated. So this idea of conditional immortality um, posits that the soul is mortal, not immortal. So as like you and me, we are going to believe in uh, not conditional immortality, but in just 
immortality. The moment a soul exists from conception onward, it is immortal, which is why we affirm doctrines like when we get to the new earth and the resurrection, um, we're going to see every aborted baby and every miscarriage, mm-hmm. um, every child that has ever died is going to be there, which is why I believe um, heaven is going to be populated it's going to be way more populated than anything we could possibly imagine. Mm-hmm. And that's probably part of the mercy and grace of God um, in, in ways that we don't even understand yet. But that that is the belief in immortality. Conditional immortality is you are only immortal upon the condition that you have trusted in Christ. And at the resurrection, you will then be immortal forever and ever. Conditional immortality says you're not immortal. If you've rejected Jesus, you will go to hell. You will pay the punishment for your sins. Um, but then after your punishment has been allotted out, you will be annihilated. You will cease to exist. Your body and your soul, and you'll be gone forever. Mm. Um, so this idea of conditional immortality, meaning you're only immortal if you go to heaven forever, um, and that the body and the soul are uh, necessarily connected and can never be disconnected, uh, is where all this comes from. It sounds cute, um, and it goes back to the second century, uh, but this has not been at all the dominant position. <clears throat> I mean, like less than 1% of theologians have ever adhered to this. Um, John Stott is the the current uh, evangelical theologian, he's dead now, but as he got older, he's, he is the, um, uh, the face of annihilationism in the modern okay. evangelical movement. Yeah. Uh, he got older and he changed from eternal conscious torment to annihilationism. Um, I'm not sure that he, that he also affirms soul sleep, but the very logic, you know, requires you to affirm soul sleep also. Do they get this out of the passage where Jesus says, don't fear those who can kill mm-hmm. the body, but fear those, fear him who can, <clears throat> can kill body and kill soul, body and soul in yeah. hell. That, so like all bad doctrines, they start with, that can't be true. And then they go back and then mm. they try to find any passage. Yeah, a thought yeah, taken like, to scripture. Well, what if this means that, yeah. you know, and destruction yeah. means ruin. It does not mean annihilation. Right. And so you can go all throughout scripture, yeah. find the word destruction yeah. and you're just not going to find this concept. Plus scripture has to agree with each, itself. Yeah, it does. And that one passage to yeah. pull that out and say, see body and soul are destroyed in yeah. hell. Uh, but unfortunately, that doesn't agree with all of the other passages where Jesus yeah. talks about judgment for eternity, um, mm. you know, those who are resurrected to judgment and then yep. thrown into the lake of fire, uh, prepared for the devil and his angels. I mean, yep. there's it has to well, agree. Jesus says this yeah. is a place where the worm dies not, right? right? There, I mean, there's... Well, the worm doesn't, but what about the person? I mean, this is the kind of <laughs> right. games right. that you have to play. Now, I'm not saying that. To, I get why they don't want it to be true. Absolutely. Eternal conscious torment. Um, if you think about it too long, this side of heaven, it'll break you. It's yes. a terrible, terrible yes. thought. Yes. I would like it to not be true. Yes. Um, you read a, um, we did a previous one and you read from. Yeah. You want me to read it for you? Yeah. Would you read that? Yeah. So C.S. Lewis um, said this, this great little phrase on this. He said, uh, there's no doctrine speaking about the doctrine mm-hmm. of hell, which I would more willingly remove from Christianity than this, if it lay in my power, but it has the full support of scripture and specifically of our Lord's own words. It has always been held by Christendom and it has a full support of reason. Amen. I think that I would love for it to be gone. Yeah. I just cannot justify it in scripture and I can't create a new philosophical idea about conditional immortality Yeah, so that I can feel better about hell. Uh, just to underline, uh, we are everlasting beings, not eternal beings. Eternal Mm -hmm. beings have no beginning, no end. There's only one of those. Uh, we're everlasting beings because we have this soul, Mm -hmm. uh, we are created and we will spend eternity somewhere, Mm -hmm. whether it's with Jesus in, in eternity 
or separated from him in the punishment of hell, we are going to one place. And like you said, I like what you said. If you dwell on this too long, it'll break you um, mm-hmm. because we all have loved ones that we would we would gladly um, take their punishment for them mm-hmm. so that we could see them with Jesus. And I think for those of us that are believers, it just underlines the, the, the importance of praying for those who don't know Christ, yeah. praying that he will break through the, the barriers of their rebellion and they'll bend the knee to him. Amen. Well, thank you for that. And I want to invite you back next time. We have more questions on heaven and hell in the spiritual realm on Sermon Q&A. Mm-hmm.